1: Yeah, I'm. You said to me during the we went and walked and got a cup of coffee during the break that how good is the NFL this weekend? It's, I think I like this one more just because you get six volume. instead of four. Yeah, I'll take a little yeah. volume because the the quality is going to be good. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be great, but it's going to be, be pretty. Some
2: upsets, good. Oh, not upsets. There's going to be For some sure. big uh, blowouts. Is likely there,
1: there, there will be a blowout? Probably two. I guarantee you, there's going to be somebody that we do not think that's going to win. Is that will win win. one of those but games? Ravens, yeah.
2: Bengals. Well, because no Lamar no Jackson Lamar. and then the Bills Dolphins. It's a good
1: thing I took Ravens in that one. The, well, no Lamar. And by the way, Lamar doesn't have a contract for next season. Now, they can tag him and do all that kind of stuff, but that's, uh, that's a whole other thing. The Dolphins, right, so- the Dolphins are the only team. Yeah. And maybe the Ravens. Emily's probably right about that, too. Those are the only two teams, zero chance.
3: The other four... Sure. This weekend we're looking at uh, yeah, it's a foul. Of course, it's, it's a, a foul. It's foul. still
1: bothering me all over again. We're looking at you Troy hit the Brown. Hell getting... out
3: of his arm. That's that's a foul.
1: He's shooting the ball, and at about the right before the release point, he yep. gets
3: his wrist chopped off. Yeah, and it's a the foul ball went the ball went eighteen feet on a twenty six foot jumper. It's not eight feet short. Strictly because he just (laughs) Just, mistimed it. He missed.
2: (laughs) He just just missed.
3: Okay, real real quick on the NFL weekend. Yeah. This weekend is kind of like, you know, we're talking about the quantity and the quality, which weekend's better. This weekend is you're going out with some friends, and you're kind of just going with the punches, right? You're going to have some drinks. You're going to have some food. You're not even sure where you guys are going to end up eating. Next weekend is a little bit more, you made a reservation. (laughs)
1: It's not a bad way to look at it.
3: You're getting a bottle of wine. Okay, yes. Getting a nice steak. Maybe. Things are organized. Sure. And the quality will be better next week. The quantity is, we're going out with friends having a good time. You, I love this analogy. I love it. It's terrific.
1: Sometimes the second one, you got kind of like, service wasn't that good. They overcooked the steak a little Could bit. Could happen. You know, it's like, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't exact. And sometimes you have no plans and you just end up like, that was awesome. That was awesome, right? I'm not wrong about no, that. No, you're
3: not wrong about that at all. You're just,
1: I can't believe that they it could were be. here
3: too. We had on New Year's Eve, how good were those two college football games? Perfect. You're like, yeah, you cannot literally script Perfect. this same. And that won't happen again for 10 years. That's 65 to 7. Fast forward that 10 days, you get 65
1: yeah. to 7. It is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN. We're getting you ready for What's on Tap Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Kicking it off with the NFL playoffs. It's presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. I think I'm going to do that this weekend. I think I'm going to have a few beers. I think I'm going to watch a little football, hang out a little bit.
2: Are you going to um, chug contest anybody?
1: I don't know if Susan's down for that. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if she's going to chug hey, her glasses. I was going to say, no, do
3: Michael.
2: <laughs> Bobby's
1: got chugging decent game. He thinks he's got – Bobby's got a little bit of Bergman in him when it comes to that. Like He thinks he's faster than he is.
3: He's okay. By the way, I respect that. If you're walking around like, oh, no, I cannot be stopped, and then you get stopped, and you're like, I wasn't even at my best.
1: (laughs) It's an odd moment when your son goes, I didn't know you could drink beer that fast. (laughs) Well, I can. Like I, I haven't been 50 my entire life. You do know that, right? There was a point in my life where I was just
3: as dumb as you are. Okay, that, it wasn't that long ago. Really random here. Okay. Do you remember Drew Belzer? Of course. Okay. Tennis player
1: from Texas Tech, I believe is the actual answer to that. I don't know why I remember that, but I think that's true.
3: Okay. Um wait, were you guys I I worked get, with him when I worked for Jim. Okay, but you guys didn't work together here. No. So he had probably just left, you had probably just come cuz he was here for, you know, a handful of years. So yesterday, doing the halftime show and Belzer comes by. And he's saying hi to John. I haven't seen Drew in a long time, and I'm like, I see Drew while I'm doing that. I'm like, wait right there. So got to meet his son as well, and, and Drew was there. And I get to, we're just having a kind of a quick catch up, quick conversation. Then he's going to go about, and he said something about somebody that he's here that he trains in pickleball. No way. He's well, he he was a I want to say he was a collegiate tennis player. So he. I think today is – he does uh, tennis lessons yeah. and trains and all that other stuff. I think he said Thousand Oaks, I think. Um, so anyways, so he just randomly says that in that 15, 20-second conversation. I said, Drew? Yeah, boy. Uh, let's go ahead and get the, that phone number here real quick. I will be in touch. He's like, when is it? I'm like, not until March. He's like, we got plenty of time. Perfect. Perfect. Did you hook it Let's find a date. And, and I already and, and oh, I. Don't, by the way, I, you're not just talking about you, right? I'm just talking about me. It's my connection. It
1: has nothing to do with you. No, I'm, I'm showing. I'm just going to follow trainer. you around from now on. <laughs> I'm just gonna, in case you
3: decide to slip off to pickleball. Just think about that for a quick second. And I was trying to tell Drew. I'm like, Drew, you don't understand what you just said. He Didn't and know the there was timing. a tournament. He hadn't heard that. Did not know. Yeah, he's doing his things. Right. Got his family there. He had no idea. No kidding. And it just kind of happened that way. And I looked up. To the man above, and I said thank you for this message, and <laughs> we exchanged go. numbers. Yeah, we're gonna. That's happening. Yeah, not kidding. I swear on my life, I did not think of you at all that you were gonna also go to lessons because you've played a, a few times. I, I am
1: here. Here's my experience. With I've played it a few times. I'm generally speaking good at games like that. Yeah. Generally speaking, so I think that I'll be okay. Yeah. I'm a reasonably athletic person who's terribly out of shape, mm-hmm. so I need to get in shape. And I need to, but I don't know. I don't know how to hit shots. Like yeah. I can't spin it and drop it and all. I want to learn that stuff. You
3: should definitely find a trainer out in Orange County.
1: So, I, I, Drew Belzer,
3: my guy. <laughs> so you guys
2: want to know how I'm t- trying to prep for uh, this pickleball tournament? What do you got I, going I, on? I don't want to be embarrassed. So, uh, on dating apps, you can do different terms of like prompts and all that stuff. So one of the prompts is, Interesting. Uh, "What's already, your is resolution for 2023?" My resolution. I wanna learn how to play pickleball. Do you wanna be my partner? Is the is the uh the c- thing. The captain, so yeah. Okay. Now, if people respond to it, I can maybe find a pickleball trainer it's a great or partner idea. to Not bad teach idea. me how to do it. It's so. a great idea.
3: Talk about killing
1: you know? two birds with one stone. Exactly. Right? Emily, remind me to tell you something during the break. I don't want to say it on the air because when you start telling <laughs> the story I'm like, This can't be the way that I think it's gonna go. And it didn't. <laughs> your, your, your way is much better, but I thought it was going to go in a totally I different wanna, direction. I just want to get someone Glad to train with me and like yeah. a cute
2: little date. You know, it's you a great idea. Play pickleball in public spaces. A good a good time. It
1: is a terrific idea. Um, do you see where they're going to do robot umpires in AAA
3: baseball next year? Saw that. I love it. What, what are we waiting for? Are people mad at that? Are there people that say, you know, this takes away from the the just— It's a great question, the mm -hmm. tradition, the history, or whatever. First of all, there's still going to be umpires on the field.
1: Mm -hmm. The umpires are going to call balls and strikes. That's it, right? And and why not? The the computer is better at determining whether that ball went over the plate or not than a human being is.
3: I want that Boston Dynamics guy (laughs) that does flips. I want him behind the plate.
1: You want Cletus, the football robot from Fox, right. that does the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. He's doing that little dance. He's not going to be back there. It's going to be a grid. Mm-hmm. It either goes through the grid or it doesn't. It's either a strike or a ball. There's no ambiguity. It either goes into the grid or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But you still need umpires. There's going to be plays at the plate. The computer's not going to do that. Yeah. There's still going to be fair or foul. The computer's not going to do that. There's Because you have to call plays in real time where you can't play baseball. Sure. If it's called a foul ball, the play stops. You don't
3: there will be um I literally don't see a downside to this. All right. Are you um you watch tennis at all? Yeah. What do you think of Cyclops? I, I'm not kidding when I say this. Their replay is one of the coolest things, and not only is it the coolest thing, there how did the element of the fans get into it? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting at home, like, hell yeah. Let's get more yeah. of these close calls. Yeah. The most important thing is it's so accurate. And it just tells you real time. There is no referee going to the sideline, video, all that stuff. It's, yeah, in and out. By the way, which I would not be too surprised or shocked. You're talking about foul balls and all that. It might just continue. But at the end of the day, is it accurate or is it not? And I think that's what you're hoping for. Like the foul
1: balls, for instance. I'm not saying you can't go back and review it and see if it hit the line or not. But you need somebody in the live. He gets
3: to second. They review it. You Go back. Yeah.
1: Fair ball, and then you go, that's foul ball, ball, strike Mm -hmm. two, we go back. Or you call it foul when it is fair. Okay, we're going to put this guy here or this guy there. You have to make calls in the moment. You can't stop the – you're going to have human umpires. Just don't have it.
3: As somebody that used to pitch, as somebody that – you know, trying to look at it more from a player perspective, you think pitchers, you think players – It benefits
1: the hitters far more than it benefits the pitchers. But
3: do you think they – so – you think they want it or they don't? Like, is Pitchers? there? you think there's also from a pitcher perspective? I just want what's accurate. And if it, if it wasn't a strike, fine. It's not a strike. It's not framing. It's not this. It's not that. Or no, they prefer it the the old school the way. Hit, if, it's a good question. If
1: as a former pitcher, I would want a human being back there. I think I'm going to get more than I'm going to lose. Mm -hmm. right that i can because you can trick an umpire occasionally but both good and bad but to your point a framed pitch well smith's like every time right a framed pitch that's gone right that Mm -hmm. doesn't exist anymore um and look good hitters no balls and strikes they don't swing at bad pitches and now that there's no more well he called this ball this pitch that was a ball a strike i have to go get that because he might now i know that's a ball i'm letting that one go i'm spitting on Mm. that one that if I know that he has to throw it in this grid, is it, that that's a very daunting task? Is for that a pitcher. is
3: that also a you know we talked about the shift is gone mm-hmm. next year mm-hmm. right and we talked about how I, I know you mentioned a lot of times look the game's boring somebody's get a hit and then all of a sudden there's four guys on one side of the the field who have the cases. Does this also... Sure. Is there an exciting element to it because offense will be... Are you expecting that the offense is going to be more... I think that it will increase offense marginally, but it will increase it. Mm-hmm. They're
1: not nearly as much as the... Ship. Look, you want guys on base. Yeah. You want plays at bases. Watching guys strike out is sure. not a ton of fun. Watching
3: w- Pistons, Spurs in the finals, 84-84. Yeah. yeah. A,
1: a line drive into shallow right field that's been a hit for 140 years should be a hit.
4: Mm.
1: should be a hit. Because, and not because... Playing baseball with the shift is the correct way to do it. It's smart. It takes, but it's not any fun. Are we trying to have fun or are we trying to win a math equation? Mm-hmm. Trying to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Let's try Brett in LA. Brett, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Well, you know, uh, I'm going to talk about as far as I think the umpires need
5: to stay in the game, and I think the electronics, or the computers need to stay out of the game because what has what actually happened is it's a human game um mistakes are made just like when people strike out There's, you know no one goes up there ready to strike out even if the ball is a little bit hard because some to me some batters like the higher balls anyway and uh so
1: they're gonna swing at it uh i just but that's not to gonna change it right brett, and, it, 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 brett if brett if i know that i got a hitter that likes to chase a high fastball he's still gonna chase a high fastball if i set him up right
5: and you know and i agree with you know i Think that no, I don't. I don't, I just don't like computers either. Because in the end, I mean, we can computerize the whole game where uh, electronics is calling it by putting transmitters. They already have uh, transmitters and bases or something like that. Put them in shoes and and you know where well, the whole game could almost be called balls. You can put transmitters in it, and that's electronics calling it.
2: And so where does it stop?
1: It's an interesting question, Brent. We can come back and talk about this on the other side. Because, yeah. by the way, I don't care if there's a transmitter in the bag and in your foot and what hits what. I'm okay with that one, too. There's always going to be a little bit of a human element, but I'd rather get it right than wrong. I think the Lakers wouldn't mind having some sort of computerized come on. Of call, no call. We'll do all that. Plus, I'm going to tell you why the Dodgers did nothing this offseason and why you should still feel well, really, I, I, really I good about it. I still got
3: to know, too, if you like Miguel Rojas or not. We haven't, even, you haven't told me anything. Okay,
1: we could do that, yeah. too. Miguel Rojas is interesting to a point.
0: Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You doing your steak tonight or tomorrow? I'm going to do it tonight. Tonight? Yeah.
1: He's going to ask if you're going to have a little football with your steak, but tonight you could do well. Steak is Doomsday uh, NBA Elite Pass. <laughs> there you go. Doomsday videos. NBA Tomorrow League will be Pass. Thai food. What are and we doing football. on the side? I mean, you're going to have a nice, good steak. You're going to yeah. have it cooked properly. I need some fingers greens. Crossed.
3: I'm going to, I need some greens, so I'm going to do spinach.
1: Okay. Like, how
3: well, are we preparing that spinach? So I, have I don't suggestions. I don't, I don't, if you're I don't do anything. Gr- yeah, I, I will take some suggestions. Okay. Um, no, just. That, um, that's good too. But I'm that's doing a little labor intensive green be. greens. Um, I Sauteed, steamed will steam. I'm going to saute it. Okay. Usually, what I've typically done when I do steak and spinach, when I'm done with the steak, I use the fat that's in the uh, in the pan. I yeah. use that for the spinach, and that's kind of all you really need to do. Yeah. Uh, I'll put a little salt on there and yeah. maybe a little lemon.
2: Maybe What's some it? walnuts in there. Maybe walnuts the, not bad. Sauer, I'll take like walnuts. Make the spinach no. like a little bit sweeter. Maybe some balsamic. Is also is Lady Slea sous chef?
3: She's gone. She's gone. You see, you just pulled She's a sleeve. Right away. You weren't even I'm listening so to the sorry. show today. I wasn't no, no. I, at all. It's I, fine. I, <laughs> if you did 38 more, we're not even tied. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> okay. you're completely she okay. She did okay. 38 sorry. more. She'd need to do 3,080 uh, right. more. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down here. Slow down. Yeah, so I don't know fine. what else. I don't know what else to put. You yeah, about her
1: walnuts? Pine nuts maybe is another way you can. But another side. What's the other side? But because I just have one other thing in there. Very thinly sliced. By the way, cooking it in the the beef fat. Great idea. Great idea. Very thinly slice some shallots in there, throw them in there. They'll almost dissolve in the
3: pan if you cut them thinly Sounds enough. Sounds amazing. Yep. It's,
1: it's a great way to do it. It's just it adds that little, what's in this? He said, Don't worry about it. just eating. You're gonna enjoy. Remember when it.
3: you said shallots and everyone's like, "He's a chef." <laughs> shallots are
1: fine. They, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, like she was. She was the one crazy.
3: She was the one that's like, "No, he's not a chef." They're, Every other listener was like, "He runs a he runs a hotel subtle. steakhouse." They're
1: subtle. They're 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 one of those things that this is good. What is this? Yeah. And it's the, the answer to that is very frequently shallots. So, what else are you gonna have? You're gonna have any I starch? You going to have any potato? Any yeah, rice?
2: Yeah, potato
3: a good one. No rice, maybe potatoes. How are we doing that? I'm not sure. I haven't got that far.
2: (laughs) Roasted, smashed, mashed.
3: Um, mashed is my favorite I and putting guess. it in the oven. That is my favorite way of eating a potato, <laughs> I but I have not gone that far. I, picture you, let's I just right now it's the steak and overload. Let's
1: pretend this phone is the potato. I picture you just sitting in your house like this. Just <laughs> like, how do I turn this potato into something I'd like to eat?
3: <laughs> and she actually makes the potatoes really good. But of course, first all, there's way. no wrong way to make a potato. Just, oh, I could it,
1: find a way. No, to throw it fork. Throw it in the oven for an hour. Done. A little butter, Scalp a little potatoes. Those are good too. That, she's going a little elevated. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give him okay, some no, baby steps. Well, so if, I go, if I go steak,
3: fine. spinach, some roasted Here, potatoes, and that's kind of that's I'm you good the, there. I don't need meal. anything. Else. It's a great meal. Get
1: those little baby potatoes. The little ones come in the back. Fingerling. Yep. Yeah. Right, yep. finger, yeah. Yeah. Cut them in half. Uh huh. Salt and pepper. A little oil. Throw them in the oven for 20 minutes. They'll be crispy on the outside, fluffy on the inside. Done.
2: Also, you guys good,
3: hate sweet potato? Am I the only I one who likes sweet right. potato?
2: Yeah, not a sweet potato fan. Also, you, if you like sweet the, potato, Brian? Delicious.
1: <laughs> They're delicious, right? Delicious. Do the same thing with
2: if that. If you cut those okay. fingerlings too, put them face down. So uh, on the baking sheet, either yeah. put no uh, thing down. Uh, okay, pro tip. Put your baking sheet inside the oven beforehand with a little bit of uh, oil, maybe that avocado oil or sesame, yeah. so that it gets really hot. Put them down face down so they get really crispy.
3: What do you think Tom Brady would do?
2: Not that. He doesn't not eat that. potatoes. He, no, doesn't, he eat doesn't eat Tom right. Right. He hasn't
3: touched a potato Seven, in 20 years. Blueberries every other week.
1: <laughs> and that's a treat. Yes. He's like, guys, hey, get the blueberries. I a lot. <laughs> get the blueberries out of there. I like, a lot.
3: Can you tell in my <laughs> chin? No, you cannot, Tom. <laughs>
1: All right, so the Dodgers were listed as, you know, they do the winners and losers of the offseason. And it's yep. not over yet, but it's mostly over. Most of the players that are impact guys have gone the other way. Miguel Rojas, for instance, is – I would not classify him as an impact player. He's a guy that the Dodgers will use if they need a shortstop, if Gavin Lux turns out to be not quite up to the Is the, the job. idea,
3: okay, he goes to short, Lux goes to second? I don't think so. I you think got, Lux is uh... the guy,
1: and if it, if he's not the guy, then hmm. Rojas becomes the guy. Because Rojas doesn't hit much. He's not a particularly offensive player, mm-hmm. so he's more of a, hey, listen, we we got to have we somebody. We need defense, to... yeah. We, we just need to be league decent at that position defensively. Um I, I don't think he's going to play a lot. I think I think he's okay. a, a, a role player. Berg had a good line. He's this upcoming season's are Alberto. You can play him a handful of different places, but he's not he's not the guy that's going to make you win or lose a bunch of games.
3: So opening night, Lux is at short? I think so, Okay, unless something
1: changes between now and then. Mm-hmm. Dodgers didn't do much during the offseason. J.D. Martinez and Noah Syndergaard were their big acquisitions, right? J.D. Martinez... If he has a good year, he could hit you 25 or 30 home runs. He could also hit you 12 and get cut halfway through the season. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I think Noah Syndergaard's going to be pretty good, but time will tell,
3: right? And he's kind of banking on the Dodgers to get back to form of yes. what Dodgers – He, wants, what they've to, done with he
1: wants to get Dodger-fied, for lack of a better way. Like, he, hey, yeah. I, I used to be this guy. I'm not that guy anymore. I want to get back. I've seen what you've done with some other guys. Do it to me, right? I think, And, and that, I think, is a great combination. But what the Dodgers – have going for them that I don't think anybody's giving nearly enough credence to, is they've got a whole crop of guys that are coming up right here. You've got Bobby Miller and Miguel Vargas and Ryan Pepio and Gavin Stone, Michael Bush and Outman. All of these guys that are young guys that are on the verge of coming into the league. Now that's what did I that's six names. Okay, all six of those guys will not be great major league players, but there's a really good chance that some of them will be. I want to go back to the last time the Dodgers kind of integrated a bunch of young players into their team you know who was in that group gavin lux tony gonsolin and dustin may how'd that work out really really well these are not just major league players they're very good major Mm -hmm. league players the group before that when they would integrated another wave of young players when their farm system started to really bear some fruit Will Smith, Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, Cody Bellinger, and Corey Seager. These are all homegrown guys that come Mm. through the system that they're able to... Okay, look, we don't need to go. Just put these guys out there. There are some misses in there too, but think about this. Will Smith, Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, Cody Bellinger, Corey Seager, Gavin Lux, Tony Gonsolin, Dustin May... Some of these guys are going to be guys that are on that level mm-hmm. as well. This is what they do. So while they didn't go out and spend a bunch of money, the Trevor Bauer thing kind of kicked them over the repeater tax and all this yeah. stuff, if two of those guys become guys like these other guys, that's two more all-stars.
3: Okay. Can i I want to go back to something you used to talk about last year, last season. You would say um, it was kind of a boring season because they had such a lead on everybody else. Mm-hmm. That the NL West was really—it wasn't competitive for— It was over by Memorial Day. Okay, so that's over. You kind of already know you're just waiting for October because you already know who the Dodgers are. You already know their identity. Yes, can injuries happen, or is this guy going to come back? Is that going to come back? Um, I actually think this upcoming year— Is a lot more interesting than last season because there are some teams out there, including you could look at just the NL West or you could look at the NL just as a whole, some really competitive teams out there. And if the Dodgers didn't go, if the Dodgers lost players and other teams went and gained players, then all of a sudden that hundred and plus win team that the Dodgers were came a little bit back down to reality. Other teams moved up a little bit closer. This season, and and the way you kind of laid out some of those young players that you're talking about, it's not like the Dodgers are in a rebuilding mode and all they have is young players. They're stacked with real baseball players, yeah. some of them the best at every position that you could think of. And on top of that, you have young players coming in. Would you agree that this upcoming season is a lot more interesting than it was last year because they ran away with everything last year and there really wasn't that much competition when the when the regular season was all said and done or at least through that grind of 162 games he didn't feel like it was all that exciting cuz you already knew what the result was going to be in the regular season couldn't agree more
1: couldn't yes it's far more interesting they're not as good but it's far more interesting um Diana Rossini from ESPN, if I'm reading this correctly, okay. just to his nine seconds ago, Sean McVay just informed members of the Rams organization that he will be staying on as the head coach. Wow. Per sources. So Sean McVay, according wow. to Diana Rossini, is going to stay with the Rams. That's just terrific news. That's a surprise. I, I, I'm very surprised. That is great news. And you, now you wonder, Al, if everything else that we've been talking to, you blow it up? There, I don't think a blow-up is coming if Sean McVay is sticking around. And, and okay, i got a lot to th- let, let's do this let's say ta- yep. let's come back let's do this Good time we'll take a break my mind yep. is racing right now what this means for the future of the team the future star players all of these things sean mcveigh according to diana Rossini from espn is going to come back and coach the rams in the 2023 season that's next travis lee 710 espn
0: now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: All right. So we have breaking news in here to ESPN Los Angeles. So Sean McVeigh has informed members of the organization that he will be staying on as the head coach. Uh, This is from Diana Rossini to ESPN um, Los Angeles. And so... Breaking news is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home in the 15-minute drive through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons today. thats I called it yesterday. I thought that for some reason there was something in me that I was like, Sean McVay is going to stay with the Rams. And I'm so glad that that's true.
3: Yeah, I definitely did not call it. I definitely did not think. I, I really, really – this is over the course of just seven days that – I think everybody was leaning towards, or a lot of people were leaning towards, I don't think this guy's coming. I did not think he was coming back, or I thought he was going to take a break.
1: I, I th- Look, I'm thrilled he's coming back. You are not going to get a better coach than Sean McVay. That he's coming back is great news for the Rams, both in the short term and I would assume the long term. The part that, that he's back is surprising to me, but I'm not, it, I'm not blown away by it, but I am blown away, Al, by how quick it happened. This, like you just said it was it was last weekend going into the weekend where the first bubbles come up about plated here
3: reading right the clause, like hey, yeah. I'm,
1: I'm happy where I am for now it's like well, mm-hmm. well that's a weird and then by the time you got to Sunday night it's like hey I need some time to think about this and Jalen Rams it just seemed like everything was lining up to him mm. to if nothing else really take some time for reflection. Take some time to figure out what he, where he was mentally, where he was physically, and just kind of figure out how I want to live my life moving forward. And I said to you when we played the Andrew Whitworth cut yesterday, I don't know what this guy's going to do to scratch that ish of competitive juice, uh, of, of competitive greatness. That's what he does. He leads NFL guys into battle. Every, that's what he makes him go. Calling a game ain't going to do that. Mm-hmm. But maybe he needs a little time away. That this went back to no, I'm Sean McVay is going to half ass this. He's going to come in there like a house of fire and do what Sean McVay does. Took him five days to get there. That's amazing to me that that it happened
3: that quickly. Guys, I think I need a break from the game 48 hours later. Guys, I'm ready to go. Are you not (laughs) blown away by the timeline of it all? I I don't, I've got to be honest with you. I'm just shocked that we're sitting here today and that conversation is being had. Listen. Could Sean McVay have figured everything out in that small of a window? Maybe he just, as simple as this, said to himself, look, um, let me do my pros and cons and just realize I can't leave the game. I don't want to leave the game. Can I leave it for a year? Yeah, I can. Is this who I am deep down inside? Yeah, I probably am. Can I really just go sit on a couch for X amount of time? Playoff games start tomorrow. He's he's going to... uh, watch all these other squads. He's going to watch two teams from his own division face each other. What I don't know if that's tomorrow or Sunday. I think it's yeah. tomorrow. Um maybe in his eyes he just whatever hesitation that he had that it got cleared up. Okay, I we're we're, we're totally speculating here. We're just throwing, you know, yep. what against the wall.
1: But I wonder how if it wasn't because the Rams have been they won the Super Bowl last year obviously. They were in the playoffs the year before that. Kent, okay. they were in a playoff position up until i want to say the last game i think the there's i think it was 16 games at the time they were still kind of in it up until the last week and then this is the first time where he's been out of it by about the halfway point of the season right right? so the season ends like you just said he's getting ready to watch some playoff football he's like i don't have anything to do right now what what I hate this. It could have literally been could be. a couple of days of, man, I don't even know what to do for a week. And you're asking me to step away from this for a year or longer. I, I, I'm going stir
3: crazy in five days. It's funny. All the speculation over the last week was, yeah, again, this is all speculation. Hey, maybe Matt Stafford is not healthy. Maybe you fear that I don't have a franchise quarterback coming in next year. Maybe the roster you're looking at is too flawed. Even if we're healthy, um, that roster is going to have issues. It's going to have problems. You don't have enough depth. You're always one injury away from kind of sitting in a situation that they were this year. I guess... uh, I guess he's not worried about any of that. Jordan Rodriguez, who covers the Rams
1: for the Athletic, has reported. Additionally, has begun evaluating changes/slash additions to his staff. That's yep. that's life in the NFL. Your mm-hmm. staff, his staff, though, turns over probably more than most because of the tree that he has cultivated and grown and built into a, a, an entire kind of little enterprise. Is creating new NFL head coaches. Do you think it changes the the underlying question of hey are we going to be any good next year or not because I, it's what you've been asking me all week that if all of the things that went on my excuse machine right mm-hmm. and there were 12 or 13 things there let's just say that half of those are not problems next year you're a little bit healthier the free agent acquisitions you have are a schedules little bit better, more schedules more favorable all favor. of these things yep. matthew stafford cooper cup aaron donald stay healthy okay are they good and what if the answer is we're good, but I don't know if we're Super Bowl good. Should we start to redo this thing? Or because McVeigh is back, is it, no, listen, we F them picks, full speed ahead, let's go and try to juice this thing one or two more times because you could get to the end of next year and he could be feeling the
3: same way, only make a different decision. So part of the – this is just again going by, as the week progressed, part of the other speculation was they're just – how is Sean McVay going to go through a rebuild? Does Sean McVay want to do that? Does Sean McVay have to do that? Here's the reality. He does not have to do that. No. If he didn't want to, then he could go make whatever money on TV and then at some point decide to come back to the NFL and go to the perfect position or the perfect spot if that exists or it doesn't. That is, I, I, I would tell you this. I would say that, It feels like if Sean McVay is coaching the Los Angeles Rams, somebody that's already been to the Super Bowl twice in his young career, who's still the youngest coach in the NFL, who's being compared to names that literally are the cream of the crop who come from that position, Hall of Famers in the NFL, I would have a difficult time. And here's a a soup commercial coming up. (laughs) I don't know if this was timed that company you know it's funny and i want i'm going to show you my pad so
1: this yep. is in the interest of honesty right mm-hmm. down there it says the word hollywood okay mm-hmm. here's the thing this idea that he could leave the rams mm-hmm. and then pick the perfect spot for him whenever he felt like coming back to the league i think is mostly true but not entirely true he could leave the rams and get whatever open job there is when he decides it's time to come back he may even you know, through back channels, everything else, say, Hey, listen, I'd really like to coach Team X. And maybe Team X says, Yeah, okay, let's make a move and get this done. Yeah. I believe that to be true. I don't know if there is a better spot. Are there teams that have better traditions than the Rams? Of course there are. You know, if you get the Dallas Cowboys or the Pittsburgh Steelers or whatever, of course there are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean McVeigh has a little bit of a Hollywood vibe, I think, is a negative connotation. So I don't want to call it that, but he's got ambitions that go beyond just coaching football that Mm -hmm. stuff is here that stuff is in new york you don't see a bunch of nfl coaches from the minnesota vikings head coach is not getting a soup commercial Mm -hmm. right and the 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 head coach of the i think that's more i
3: I think that's more sean
1: mcveigh if Sean McVay were the coach of the Jacksonville Jags, do you think he has a chunky soup commercial? He does
3: not have a chunky soup commercial, but I think Sean McVay today can go anywhere and probably have a chunky soup commercial. Now he can, yeah. But but the idea, in the beginning, no.
1: There are opportunities that come along with being here. Mm-hmm. We, we saw Chris Paul was a great player He went to the Clippers, and he's got State Farm, and he's got there are Blake Griffin was a good player, he's got a national Kia. Uh, sure, there, there, there are just things that are available here. Matthew Stafford wasn't winning a bunch of mm-hmm. national pizza commercials,
3: but but could would you they agree? Also, one, which
1: changes a lot of things, but, sure. but there aren't a lot of better opportunities. An owner that spends money, an owner that is willing to do what needs to get done to build the best stadium in the world, etc. Cetera, et cetera. What else do you want? You had a bad season. Maybe our roster is a little jacked up and it's going to take mm-hmm. some time to fix it. But if you think I'm just going to go away for a while and come back and drop into a better opportunity, I don't know if that – it might, but
3: it's not a guarantee. I, I would just say this. It depends what your definition of a better opportunity means because the definition that you might have might be different than somebody else's definition. What you just sold me on or tried to sell me on in LA, it was, okay, yeah, but uh, this market is one of the best markets in the country, but the franchise and the brand is obviously nowhere near some of those top echelon brands in football that those opportunities that you're talking about, use, use Hollywood or the, the endorsements or stuff like that, when he first got into the league, no. But today, he can go anywhere, and those national people are going to come with him or those national partners. But it more just comes down to what your definition is of a perfect situation. Because he may say, and I have no idea, if Sean McVay was sitting here, he would say, guys, there's no better place to coach than right here with the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium. I, I just want to ask this.
1: Do you think that Sean McVay likes being in the media capital of the world? Yes. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm getting at. Me, me too. Mm-hmm. There might be a better football place for him some point, but I think the football opportunities here are very good. The legacy isn't the Cowboys, the Steelers, something like that. Yeah. But the opportunities and the the stuff, it's all right here. And I think he likes that stuff.
2: So earlier this week, when obviously we were like in the in between. We didn't know if he was going to stay, if he was going to go. Earlier this week, you were like, if he stays – what does that mean for this locker room? So you were saying earlier, like, oh, if, if someone kind of wants out, maybe, or if he's hinted at that, maybe he's thinking about other things. Get, get him out. Get him out. Because then it's just kind of poisoning these things. You might as well get it over. Have you, Do you think differently now that he's going to stay? Or is it going to make an effect on the I, team? I don't
1: know if it affects the team. I think it might affect the business part of it. Right? And, and what I mean by that, Slee, is I don't, Aaron Donald isn't thinking that Sean McVay is not putting in the work to come up with a game plan. Matthew Stafford isn't thinking that Sean McVay is going to start to be a 9 to 5 or not that that that's not going to happen. What could happen to him I think is if you're less Sneed, if you're Kevin Demoff, if yep. you're Stan Kroenke. Mm-hmm. Hey listen, he's coming back, but that burnout thing, if he's burned out, we we need to be prepared for what comes next. We need to mm-hmm. be able to move quickly to hire the next guy in the event that this pops up next year the year after that sure. or whatever it may be. You need to have yeah. a contingency plan in place that maybe you didn't before.
2: And with that, who's going to be the OC? So do you go with someone that might be an heir apparent if if Sean McVay or someone that can take more of that, you know, play calling load off of him or you get someone that's uh, you know, what he's typically had, you know? What do you think?
1: I think you let Sean McVay make that decision. What You'll, do you want? And you let him make
3: the call. Only thing I will say this happened just so fast did. that I don't know. How do you know that in a month he's not, I'm not saying he's going to go change his mind, but that happened really fast. Like to, to get that opportunity to reflect on something and to say, I'm not sure if I want Less to do week. this. And you got those cameras and there's, it could be one of two things. One, he made the decision too fast to say, I'm coming back. Or it could be two, he knew his decision and he couldn't be more confident about it. I don't have the answer to that, but I'm just saying that to go from where we were 24 hours ago, even this morning when you and I walked in, to this, yeah. that is a much bigger surprise to me. Now, if in three weeks or a month or after the Super Bowl, it was announced, hey, Sean McVay has decided he's coming back, I'd be like, okay, well, he had a chance to take a breather, reflect, all the stuff. Their season ended four days ago. <laughs> it's It was fast. I'm thrilled he's back. Just real quick, if you're jumping in your
1: car, Sean McVay informed members of the organization that he will stay as the head coach of the Rams. That is terrific news, and when does camp open? Let's go. I really really did think
3: the soup gate situation (laughs) that we went through earlier in the season really thought that was weighing in on his decision. This? No idea what that means. Yes. (laughs) That's that's correct, Sean. I have no idea what that means. I, I, <laughs> it means we, he's coming back, Al. We just talked about it.
1: That means that he's coming back. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. m do you get this stuff from sig the the trevor lawrence stat that's up there is that a sig stat
2: yeah that's a real stat
1: they, they those guys are amazing how they come up with this stuff so trevor lawrence has never lost on a saturday he's never played a football game that he's lost in saturday if you put together his high school record his college record or his nfl i record. texted
3: her that i went back and looked
1: they went okay they only won what two games last year i mean maybe three something like that uh they lost a lot. You would think that a one a cool them would have lost it's a on cool Saturday. Story. He looks I mean, like
2: they, You only play on Saturday if you go to the wild card game. So on, no, in the, NFL. the last
1: two weeks, two three weeks of the NFL season, there are Saturday games.
2: Yeah, I guess they were never on Saturday. Yeah,
1: it's just I mean, there's not a million of them, but there's some. I'm sure that they've landed on on a few of those along the way. He looks like the guy that you thought he was going to be out of Clemson. Like when they, he Hot. was that proverbial number one pick. It's <laughs> what is he six foot six got a big arm he can run a little bit he's strong all of those things and then he went and urban meyer was a train wreck we don't need to redo that but yep it's like oh maybe i don't know i mean meyer was bad but was he that bad? It turns out
3: he yes. Meyer was that bad and lawrence is that good and i know we were hitting on sean mcveigh for a quick second here but isn't that a perfect example just the right coach just the right i'm not telling you that all the other pieces don't need to be there i'm not telling you that the owner the gm of course all those have to connect But damn, when you hit on the right coach, how that could change a player's career, how that can ruin a player's career. Especially in football, where it's the right, I got to have the
1: right teammates, I got to have an offensive line. Kobe talked about this, I forget who asked him the question, but it was... If you had gotten drafted by the Nets instead of you know Charlotte and traded to the Lakers, would you have been Kobe Bryant? That's not exactly what the question. Yeah. And he says I would have figured it out. Basically saying yes, I'm I'm the reason that things go the way that they do. I'm not so sure about that. Oh, Kobe- I,
3: I I fall much more in the camp that I you are so fortunate to also end up with the Los Angeles Lakers, with Jerry West, with Dr. Jerry Buss, with Shaquille O'Neal, with Pau Gasol, with Lamar Odom. And that and that's yes. no knock on anybody. Nobody. It's corporations. There are certain companies that thrive, and from top down, they know just how to run their business, and there's others that just don't. Th-
1: that's what I mean. Like Let's use this as an example. Like Lawrence is a guy that you saw with a terrible coach who just didn't look like a very good player, and then you give him a – Doug Peterson is a good NFL coach. I don't know if he's a great, but he's good. He he obviously knows what he's doing. You're telling me that for 25 years, the Browns picked the wrong guy every time? I find that very hard to believe, right? That they've gone through how many starting quarterbacks? It's something like 32 quarterbacks in 25 years. My God. Every one of them was a bum? Probably not. Probably not. Right? So you need the line. You need the coach. Mm -hmm. You need the coordinators. You need all of these things together. There is a, I don't know if there's a Tom Brady, but there's probably a handful of guys out there that were really good players that were just put in one bad situation after the next, and it never happened.
3: Dodgers them. is a great example. Uh, go look at some of these NFL teams, um, whether it's the Patriots, whether it's the Steelers, whether it's Ravens or certain. Go look at these college football teams. There's, there's, a, there's a, um, a similarity to all of them. Kurt Warner was bagging groceries.
1: If he gets picked up by the Browns, he's not Kurt Warner. He got picked up by Dick Vermeil and the Rams. And, oh, look, there's Marshall Falk and Isaac, Isaac Bruce, Bruce. and Torrey Holt. <laughs> That's a pretty good team to land on along the way. Uh, Julio Urias. And the Dodgers, they settle on a fourteen point two five million dollar deal to avoid arbitration. Uh Urias will be a free agent at the end of this upcoming season. So there's another guy that the Dodgers are gonna have a big a big number yeah. to, to deal with next season. You do they wait right? till
3: next season or do they handle it during the season? Great question. I'd, don't you want to just him. lock up Julio and get that over with?
1: I don't know who his agent is. Um, Emily could probably look that up really quickly. If his agent's Scott Boris, he's going to the market because those mm. guys go to market. Um, if he's got somebody else that might get something done. Mike Trout's never been a free agent. They get him done before. Now, Urias isn't Mike Trout. It is Boris. It is Boris. He'll, he's hitting the market. <laughs> it's when Boris guys go to market. They do. So That's there. a
3: little dangerous.
1: Yeah, right. It's more dangerous.
3: Started. It's more dangerous just because. I mean, it's not like the Dodgers are not going to. Well, there's him. what's his face, um, Steve Cohen, in the mix
1: now. Yeah. There's your your boy down in San Diego, Sidler, Peter Seidler. Yeah. yeah. Who,
2: hey, John Heyman put Urias and his like, oh, watch out for next season. Yeah. Like, where he's going to go, mm. including the Mets and the Padres and all and you mm. know Astros. Those sure. There.
1: And he's a. By the way, there's like all of the pieces with Urias too are a big deal that he's Mexican in Los Angeles of course. I, I mean this oh, of is course. a big deal here he's wildly popular mm-hmm. and and he's awesome mm-hmm. like both of those things together that uh they're going to have to pay Walker Bueller one of these days too what if that, the Dodgers can pay both if they choose to pay both yeah 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 got to pick one who do you pick
3: Julio I think so
1: too yeah how come why do you say that
3: um he's been just kind of the quiet consistent one every single year and then the fact that Bueller's, you know, obviously had some injuries here, had his, uh, he's in a, he's in the middle of an injury that has a lot to do with it as well.
1: Second time. Mm-hmm. He's had two, and he's Julio's awesome.
3: been the 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 slow and steady wins the race. That even when it was Kershaw, Bueller, Scherzer, Julio was always
1: ice. He he was hurt a lot early in his career. Has
3: mm-hmm. not. He's been pretty durable ever
1: since then. Um, Kyle Kuzma, did you see the bobblehead that the uh, Wizards are putting together?
3: How great is that? Hilarious. It's
1: the long, droopy pink sweater that he wore into the arena one night. They've got it in bobblehead
3: form. I love it, and I love that he kind of embraced it. By the way, you have to embrace it because you're the one that actually wore it. So I don't think. Okay. You know, that's one of those where you have to sit there and say, Do you think you'll be down for it? (laughs) He wore it it nationally. Televised game. You and I are the wrong guy to ask because you wear hoodies and
1: I wear half zips ninety five yeah. percent of the time. Macy's the perfect guy. Yeah, Macy, you're We're maybe talking you're the fashion. Right. You're stylish. We're talking fashion. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's long pink sweater. Yes, bob- I heard it's going to be on the bobblehead. It's awesome. It yeah. is. It's, it's it's terrific. Yeah. Do you put that on because you know people are going to go? What the hell's that? Or do you put that on because you think it looks good?
5: I think it's a style thing, right? Like, I think some of these edgy, you know, superstar, like Harry Styles is wearing weird stuff. Russ. And everybody's Russ wearing weird Russ is a good example. Russ, yeah. Although Russ never wore a gigantic, oversized Looked sweater. like a he hasn't gown. He hasn't yeah.
3: worn that, but Russ has worn some very... Oh, i in... you Russ has worn a gigantic,
4: oversized <laughs> sweater at you some so? point. A gigantic, oh, oversized, he's, I've seen sweater. him wear, like, a really nice suit. Who was the guy
1: that wore the culottes? Like, the little knickers.
4: I don't know. Russ oh, don't at know. the at the Christmas dinner we had on the road showed up in a skirt. Yep, that's like right. A, like a kilt. Like yeah. a, okay. Well, he did that at, at the Met, Met, Gala. Met Gala too. He wore yeah, a. I don't know. But you're, suppo-
1: you're supposed to dress like goofy. that at the Met Gala. Yeah. That's the whole point of the Christmas dinner. Event. I wanted I to wear that to dress to the goofy.
4: Mandy's, but I, I didn't know. Oh, that's Russ right, can I be volatile, that. and I didn't know if he would take it as like that. I was mocking him. Yes. So, and I couldn't get to him. You were going to get to him. Remember, you guys oh, we had media access day. to him. At yeah, media we didn't day. get Russ. Yeah, but we were on the and balcony. you couldn't ask
3: him, so I bailed. Remember, we we did our broadcast. Were Stairs? We were upstairs. Oh, and we could see Russ, but it's like, what are we supposed to yell? Hey, was, can wait, John? Can I wear... wear a
1: skirt and you it? won't get mad? Because we were up top for the Ham press conference. We were
5: on
3: the floor at Media Day. Yeah, for Media Day, you had to
1: be on the
5: floor. Right? We were. Yeah, but it
3: was Media Day. Was after the mandy's right right oh, it yeah. oh, yeah. was darvin ham was before the mandy's yes. right okay, yeah. all right.
1: right we got some uh some breaking news yeah. that we need to get to let's do a little super crosstalk. talk
5: kspn am 710 los angeles krdc am 1110 pasadena los angeles
0: k256 cx 99.1 fm pasadena los angeles
5: It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio
0: history. Oh my God! When the shows come together for magic on the radio. And
5: Bologna grows stronger. Super Super cross talk. talk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleep? Super cross talk begin. It's time for
1: (laughs) super cross talk. All right. Um, I want to talk about the decision not to foul Luca at the end of over. Oh, please. <laughs> we, yeah. we will get Can to that. Can we? we?
4: Hold your fire for a okay. second, John. Bergman, get that call ready. <laughs> My call at the end of the game. I think I might need to go to a psychiatrist, but go ahead.
5: But first, it's time to do a touchdown dance. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Sean, Sean McMahon is
1: coming back and. That he decided to come back is surprising for me. Yes. That he decided to come back five days after saying, hey, I need some time to figure this out is shocking to me. Although, you know,
5: me. Ireland and I were saying yesterday, we thought the longer it went, the more likely he was to come back. I agree with that. Yeah, but this so, didn't go didn't go It didn't
4: go a long time. Yeah, but it tried, but couldn't. I mean, the longer he waited, they have to... They have to work on a plan B if he's going to leave. Sean Payton's interviewing with people right now. Right, he went in Denver yesterday. Raheem Morris went interview for that job. You need to you need to get in there and and interview these eligible candidates. I completely understand that, but the fact that it took less than
1: a week is really what I'm saying.
4: It had to. Like if he didn't tell them today, I was going to kill him. Because yeah, because I love Sean. You were going
5: to go after Sean today. I love
4: Sean, but I was going to say, look, man. The playoffs start tomorrow. That means are there two games or three tomorrow? Two tomorrow. Two, two tomorrow, two Sunday. Two three one. Okay. Okay. Two three one Two three one. So two more teams out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And all these weird rumors that if Brandon Staley gets boat raced, they may get rid of him. That for some reason they don't like Mike McDaniel in Miami. Every time one of these jobs opens up. Sean Payton, all these. I mean, you can't. I, I Sean you, Sean McVay can't take three weeks to decide. I. I you're right. I think if it's anybody other than Sean By McVay, theory, yeah. I right. think you
1: give Sean McVay a wider berth in your description. How long? Would you? What's reasonable? I no think way. you. I think you give him till comfortably into the playoffs. I think you could give him a couple of weeks, maybe even three. Even, and I think, drive, and I think the Rams would have done even it. Even if
4: your candidates start like, if Brandon Staley gets fired, he's getting yeah. another job, probably. So now, now we can't hire him yeah. because Sean won't decide. Look, I
1: think that Sean McVay is one of the few guys in the entire league that you say take the time that you
4: mm-hmm. need. Right. That doesn't
1: mean you start don't get the ducks in a, a row. But
4: he's a really good dude. I think he's the one who put who gave the answer today. I think he I, was starting to feel guilty i I think there's two possible
1: things that he realized and i said this to al that even four days of i've got nothing to do made me stir crazy sure like i i need to have i I can't do nothing I, i i'm going back the other thing is your point john which is hey listen we need to know sooner than later because we need to move on if you're leaving. And he makes a decision that maybe he's a little quicker than he might like, and a month from now, two months from now, it's... He pulls a Brady? Yeah. But third, uh, the opposite. <laughs> but third, the opposite. third opposite. Yeah. third point.
5: He believes that he has got the pieces to be able to win next year. He wouldn't come back unless he felt like, yeah, I got Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey sent a weird tweet in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, no, he did. Maybe, what did he tweet? He tweeted, uh, this is it. It is what It was what it was. If this is my last did. go, uh, I went out with a bang.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll read it to you exactly. This Ramsey? This yeah, is Jaylen what Ramsey. he tweeted. Is it's he a, even 30? It It, it is what of, it is. It was what it was. Pretty good memory there. If that's the end, I went out with a bang that's still that and then he tweeted again loyalty is priceless and it's all i need love
4: all and then this symbol yes all right yeah well, well, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad McVay team because i think this is one of the rare circumstances where injuries really did take them off the board and i think they can compete if yep. they're healthy and he- and they don't need to go out and make a lot of changes they need to fix the offensive line but once they do that, I think they're good.
1: I, well, I want to read this to you guys real quick because this is – We're going back to – Oh, look. Yeah, he's got a full list. You've got so, a I've I've got got notepad. I've got, I like This your 13 reasons the, why the Rams failed miserably. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes if half of these break the other way I think the Rams are in the playoffs okay. they don't, you don't need the 13 to go the other way okay. here's what it is, they didn't have any picks coming into this season yes. the one pick that they did have in Logan Bruss didn't play a single snap because yeah. he got hurt in the preseason Matthew Stafford never worked out during the offseason because he had an elbow issue never developed any chemistry with Allen Robinson they lost 7 coaches off of last year's staff, they basically didn't have an offseason because they played until the middle of February because right, right. they were in the Super Bowl they had 13 different starting lineups on the offensive line Allen robinson might have been a bust was it is a bust they might have missed on yeah, him he's completely cooper cup matthew stafford aaron donald all missed giant chunks of the season they had four different starting quarterbacks four that doesn't happen in the nfl where you start four different guys they had the hardest schedule in the nfl by a mile if half those things go the other way i think they're in the playoffs um
5: i'm with travis yeah those, I mean, those I am, are good points i am I too love, i love the fact that you recorded them old school not on your computer in a word no, 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 i'm an analog no, 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 but you actually,
4: actually, <laughs> actually you wrote them <laughs> on a note an Mace, Mace, do you want
3: 1998
4: go to your notes from the, okay. <laughs> i got a file at home <laughs> all right you guys are you guys are something weird my my favorite television writer mason gets sick of me talking about it. aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Writes everything on legal pads. Does he really? Every every West Wing, every movie, everything Mm. he's ever done, handwritten on a legal pad. (laughs) That's weird. I know. All well, that it soaring. Says, says, the guy, says the guy who just wrote thirteen <laughs> right. things on a legal pad.
1: Look how neat it is. Too. Has it's a number of right pages. There. Yeah, you've. I go back. I got everything dated. I know exactly where wow, it is. If I need it's to go back. I or Impressive. That's very awesome. very well. It's great
5: news. McVay's coming back. Uh, I was psyched about it. Uh psyched about it now. One Hashtag more,
1: Rams House. Let's go. One hundred percent. One more little Rams thing before John's head explodes because they didn't foul last. Yeah, night. unbelievable. <laughs> by the way, how about this? Oh. Is, is there a chance? that they still do blow it up and try
4: to, try to. To rebuild this, that he—I don't think he so. had that. Wait, moment. what? What, in, what constitutes blowing it up?
1: In other words, you know, Jalen Ramsey. Maybe we can get something. Trade right. Aaron Donald. Maybe Aaron said? Donald is at the point. May, look, look, Matthew no. Stafford. Maybe no. there, there's a team no. like the Raiders that think we can do with him what you did with him. We'll take. Yeah, him. we'll give yeah. you. But why a, would King's he ransom? come
5: back for a rebuild? Because he must believe that there's something because, yeah,
1: I here think, that will I make think him they're well positioned. He realizes he's going to go nuts staring at the walls six days a week that's not well he was
4: if Trav if he would have stepped away from the Rams he would have either gone into broadcasting or like gone with Veronica over to the Ukraine for six months I understand that
1: he's a football coach yeah
4: he's a football coach he's not
1: he will be a broadcaster at some point yeah this guy leads Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey into battle every it's what he does yeah and and to not have that to do I think is something that he could quick quick side note here
3: quick side note here did you guys talk about the Staley stuff? Yes, playing the Staley guys on Sunday, all that stuff, game, and you ridiculous. guys saw this
5: crack in the back or something. Yeah, he's out. Two,
4: Mike Williams is out two to three weeks. So that that may shoot the Chargers' chances in the foot. The weird thing about Staley in that game, and I like Staley because he kind of goes for it all the time, and he seems to get it. I if McVay left. I was gonna I was lobby going to, for the Rams to hire Staley. I, I really, I would have. Yeah, I would have. But I'd be on islands then. But maybe, maybe we're on islands here. Here's the weird thing. So I was in Denver. They played it. Chargers played at Denver on Sunday. I was in Denver. I was over at my friend's house. They're all a bunch of Bronco fans. And I said, uh, It's coming down to the end of the game. The Chargers have three timeouts left. They're down by three. They got the ball around midfield. And Staley just lets the clock run out, mm-hmm. doesn't stop it. Kept doesn't, three timeouts
5: in his pocket, right? Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. doesn't do anything. Just and I and I thought, what are you doing? I go, oh, he doesn't want overtime. He doesn't want anybody getting hurt. Maybe it was a reaction to the Mike Williams thing, but clearly he did not care about winning or losing that game. He didn't need it. Did he it, was already in the playoffs. It matter in any way? Not, not in any way. lost that. They were game. going. They were, they were going to Jacksonville, win or lose. Got it. And so once you make that determination that the game doesn't matter. Why would you play your well, here's, here's my 100%.
3: question: What would
5: McVay do? He would play nobody. He'd bubble
4: wrap everybody,
5: uh, like he does in the preseason, and like he did, I M- think, in week 16 last year.
4: McVay literally, the day before that game, would have been calling guys from last year's taxi squad, <laughs> hey, saying, "Hey, we're guys. flying we're you up. <laughs> yeah, we're flying you into Houston.
1: Let's go." I, the reason I would not hire Brandon Staley if this had gone a different right. way and there's a Rams vacancy is not just that he makes. Bad decisions. Everybody does. Every yeah. coach makes weird decisions that don't right. make any sense. He doesn't seem to learn from them. That's the part that scares Doubles me. Doubles down Staley. with his post game comments that, that he continues to say, "Nope, that was the right call." When it's empirically not true. Boy, that's so not McVay too.
5: And it's what I mean. McVay, yeah, uh, the opposite. McVay you know, I, takes ownership. Hey, of look, things. I I can make decisions a better way here, and I'm examining
3: all the time no, what. Stanley I'm doing, tries uh, to justify everything that he's done. That's obvious. You made a mistake. The yeah. Mike Williams thing may doom them. If they lose tomorrow, mm-hmm. the Mike Williams thing... Well, what were you saying them?
5: earlier?
1: You well, saying look, you gotta, gonna, you're you You're never going to be able to say right there, but let's say that whoever is in Mike Williams' spot drops a key pass. Let's right. say that the guy goes left when he's supposed to go right and Herbert throws a pick because the guy ran the wrong route. What if there's more attention on
3: Keenan Allen and Eckler and Herbert's <laughs> he, life is a little because bit because more difficult? No Williams, yeah, that's exactly. a really good point. It,
1: it's, it's a lot of stuff other than just, okay, we're down a guy. The ripple effects on that are for real. Go okay. ahead, John.
4: All right. <laughs> <laughs> As you may or may not know, if you listen to Michael and I do games, our absolute pet peeve, the thing that drives us insane, is at the end of the game, if you're up by three, and the other team has the ball, and I shouldn't have to explain this, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) Two points cannot beat you. You are up by three. Two points do not matter. You escort the other team to the rim. (laughs) The only thing that can get you, the absolute only thing is a three. Now, we had a unique situation last night in that Michael was at a funeral in the Bahamas and Trudell was filling in, and Trudell still does TV post Okay. So he leaves at the end of... Last night, he left at the end of regulation, end of the first overtime. He goes down to the court, so he's ready to do his thing. And I'm there by myself. And I want you to listen to this, and you guys can tell... Like, I don't think I've ever been... This frustrated on the air, and I just let it all out. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for it. I don't care. <laughs> it makes no friggin' sense. This was my call at the end of the game last night. Luca having trouble getting it in. Now gets it into Dinwiddie. Now back to Luca. Luca dribbling right. Three pointer. They let him take it, and he hit it. I don't know why the Lakers do that. I don't know why the Lakers let him shoot it. It makes literally no sense to me. All you have to do is foul him, and he gets two free throws. Instead, they let him take a three and he ties the game at 101. What am I missing? <laughs> all right, give me the other side of this. What am I missing? Okay, uh, uh, honestly,
3: there really is no other side. No, there isn't. And, and Darvin Ham it mentioned.
4: Slee, it happens all the freaking time. No, ha- and here's what makes it even more frustrating Matt Ryan did it for us hmm. to New Orleans two months ago. Yeah. So they know how the movie ends, and they still <laughs> won't acknowledge it. And and then after the game, Darvin said, well, I didn't really want to foul, but we should have blitzed him and taken the ball out of him. So, okay, fine. Yeah. But what you did, that put a shorter defender on the best clutch shooter in the NBA when you're up. By three, <laughs> give me a gun. I'm going to kill myself. I can you can't imagine, believe it. Can
3: you imagine what Luca's thinking when he's – Well, Luca wait, said it after the game. Wait, Luca goes, I was shocked me. they didn't foul me. They didn't yeah, foul me. They didn't it. send a double. Yeah. The smallest Laker was guarding him, yeah. and he's just looking up at the 20,000 well, fans, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead yeah, and I, just tie like, the game like, right You can here. tell
4: by my voice that I'm like desperately rooting for the Lakers, but I'm I, I, I'm just beside myself. I don't know how many times this has to happen, not just to the Lakers. For example, it happened to New Orleans. Is the argument Trav, to the contrary? It okay, so Luke, there was a you game don't want to put him on the line, make one miss it, get a tip in. Is that but, the argument? But no. th- that's Trav. How many points is that total? Three, three. Right. No, you can't give up. That's three. harder. What you just said to I mean, do is much harder. Right. So, I'm tra- so I'm
5: trying to find right. the so argument. Well, I, there's no it. argument against it. I've always thought that instinct takes over at some point. That you start, you, you. Well, that's where the coach has to come in and right, say that's where we're the coach fouling. has to say no, we're fouling. But instinct, I think works on a lot of these things mm. people wind up giving up the uh that you got to give up the two points you got to give up the two so points they just put they put the guys, by the way if you the go back and
4: they're coming and off a timeout, so Ray they would even have that chance, to, chance and if you to to the instinct would by help. the way uh, and if you look and this happens all the time if you look at the lakers playing defense on the other four guys besides Luca. They're all guarding the guys inside the three-point line, which has no effect. Why? On the team. If Luca misses, okay, in that scenario, they're going to get it and throw it back out yep. to the three-point line. Why are you guarding anybody in the paint? All right, I what cr- are you doing? I want to cross Star the
1: stream here. Star for- effing driven town. Ta- <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I want to. Cr- Darvin Ham, to your point, going back to Brandon Staley yes. for a second, said. In so many words, yeah, that was a mistake.
3: That one
4: hurt. We we that he, that's, that's on me. Is that's what he said. on me. Yeah. Is that what Darvin said? Yeah. That's on it, me. Re- but really, he didn't. He didn't say he wanted to foul. No, he didn't. He, here, he wanted to blitz him. Here was his yeah, response.
0: Foul. Everything was uh, red after ten. Um, hit if we needed to. Felt confident in the five guys we had out there defending. And he does what.
1: He did what Luca does. He made a shot. I'm kicking myself in the butt. I needed to coach a little better in
0: that instance. We should have blitzed him, but
1: okay, so the, you know, th- that's the part that I'm talking about. He did say, "Look,
3: that's I, I should have done a better job." Yeah, yeah but it in is, that
5: timeout, you're telling me he didn't say
3: he didn't want to foul. do not. And, and how about He this? said in the beginning of that the foul was not his strategy.
4: Was he wanted well,
5: to blitz him as opposed to was the it foul. was it
4: shooter Garden Luca? Schreiter. Okay, Dennis Schroeder is two inches shorter than Luca. Yeah. Luka's whole game is he just shoots over you. Especially that step back that he does. Yeah. And he he might be the best in the NBA at it. Right. There was a game last year when, uh, or maybe two years ago, when the Lakers were up three at the end of regulation, and Michael said, we're playing the Warriors, and Michael says, they better not let Steph shoot a three. If (laughs) Steph touches this ball, you better foul him. And the Lakers don't do it. And this is before Darwin was here. And Steph comes down and hits a three. It happens every year. You gave the example in the finals,
3: Jameer Nelson, Derek Fisher.
4: Right, and what in do the he, finals? And Jeff Van Gundy was brilliant. Jeff Van Gundy said, "In the NBA Finals, okay, the Lakers are up two games to one in the NBA Finals, so it's Game Four. Orlando has to win this game or they're dead." Okay, the Lakers are down three, and here comes Derek Fisher on a fast break, and Jameer Nelson has got Fisher. Now they are. There's five seconds left in the game. Does Derek? Does Jameer Nelson think Derek Fisher's going to drive to the rim and lay it in? <laughs> he drives right to the three point line, pulls up, shoots a three, and ties the game. Nelson backs up. And Jeff Van Gundy says, <laughs> Keep in mind, his brother Stan is coaching right, the Magic. Right. And Jeff Van Gundy says, What does Jameer Nelson <laughs> think Derek Fisher is going to do? What did the Lakers think Luka was going to do? They're down three. All right.
1: There, I, all right. I'm trying. I, I'm desperately trying to come there up is with no other where, side. I got one. I don't okay. know. I'm not saying this Good, is what I want. I'm just I'm just guessing here. Right. Okay. What if Darvin Ham told him to do exactly what you're suggesting? He
4: said after the game he didn't. Okay, but but what okay. he's doing
1: is, I'm not throwing my yeah, team what he not, was okay. not, Yeah, what yeah, if he's that's covering? That's okay. What if he's covering? Yeah, that's Dennis right. Dennis Schroeder or Brown or whoever. He's Sean it.
4: I'm not going to say, hey, listen, he blew it. I told him okay. what to do. He did LeBron's it. LeBron's well. one of the smartest players in the history of the NBA. He was one of the five guys out there. I don't know why LeBron just didn't say, hey, whoever gets the ball, I'm fouling him. I'm Sure, I mean, I'm just saying that. I'm
1: trying because this, you're listen, right. The only, I'm the only to come up argument, with
4: the
3: only argument that comes up in this conversation, but you can't have 11 seconds off on the clock. It's got to be like two, three seconds. That you don't want to foul somebody. Because they're going to go directly into their motion for a three. Right. You could foul somebody taking a three who's going to get three. Well, that's why. Which I think that's what
4: Luca was trying to do last night. I thought he was trying to draw. Keep in mind, Luca was the guy who inbounded it. Mm -hmm. All right. Right. And you knew Luca was going to shoot it. Sure. So whoever on that call, I say who he inbounded it to, but whoever he inbounded it to, yeah, you just wrap him up. Yeah. Okay. Send him to the free throw line. So even if he makes one, there's no more. That's yeah. That's, okay. No even if he makes right. one and then misses the other one and they make some circus play to send you to overtime. All right, great, they made a play. Have you ever asked the all Darwin this question? the time? all time Yeah, they said yeah, we should have felt. But why? I mean I I'm saying it
5: before the play happens. <laughs> right. And by the way, and out of a timeout, yeah, which is yeah, just there's... kind of inexcusable because you had a chance to set the stage and say,
1: hey, do this, don't do that. Sean McVay is coming back for another season with the Rams. Go Rams! Mason and Ireland coming up next. Have a great weekend.